Keto Island Boys. Yes, sir. We are on week 70, or not week, but episode <laughs> 71. Hey, practically. Because we've been doing it for two years, so this is like week 100 or something, but you know, there's some weeks we skipped out on, but episode yeah. 71, though. Epi- episode 71, um, we have an interview lined up for you guys today. Heinz will do a little uh, information on the guest. Yeah, shout out to uh, one of our Usos and supporters uh, growing from the Growing Samoan podcast, him and his wife. Well, he has been doing keto just a little bit now, like uh, around a month. So another newbie. But uh, I also just wanted to uh, have him on the show just because we've talked about a lot of things that, uh, that we feel uh, just doing keto and just some of the research he's done. He's he he has he he kind of now sees some of the similar things that we see mm-hmm. and so and then not only that he supported this podcast and he's even got one of our hoodies and stuff so right. so yeah just uh wanted to show some love and just kind of chop it up about you know what's what's it like being doing doing keto his wife does not do keto with him oh yeah yep, yep. uh but she has a very high metabolism so <laughs> i can't tell you how many guests we've done that uh one does keto one doesn't do keto and and i was curious how that works in a household and me and you are single so we don't have to worry about <laughs> no, <laughs> what i mean no. but yeah it's it's, it's yeah. a different dynamic for sure especially with kids and and wife and trying to do keto for those listening out there i, I more power to you. That's tough. I'm not going to lie, though. I mean, you know, I was in a relationship when I first started doing yep. keto, and she really supported it a lot. Oh, yeah. So, right. she, I mean, that was like, it was, I mean, she, she definitely got a lot of the benefits, too. But mm-hmm. it's, yep. I think it's way easier versus having to try to cook two meals and try to mm-hmm. switch things up. And so it's, uh, it's definitely better when you have more yeah. people in the house that, especially if you're like buying food, especially today now, you know, if it's hard to some, for some people, it's hard to get food just in general. So, you know, so I understand how tough it could be, especially a time like now, if you're Mm -hmm. trying to separate food, because now you got to get extra food Uh, instead of sharing everything. Moving forward, like dating or, you know, uh, future dates and stuff like that. After this quarantine is over, week four, uh, after we get out and actually get to see people again, when you look for someone, doesn't matter uh, their eating styles or, or, you know, or how you eat. No, it's, no, you'll, you'll no. find whatever you can wherever you go, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, 
yeah, as far as, yeah, what you're looking I would, for. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, I mean, that's not really, what you eat isn't really big on the list. I mean, as long as it doesn't interfere with what I eat, like, because, mm -hmm. for example, what if you met somebody that was, let's just say vegan, it's like, mm -hmm. there's no way I would go vegan, but I wouldn't expect them to go keto either, so. True, right. You no, know, but, you know, there's some things like avocados we could you know, and vegetables <laughs> and stuff like that. You know. We can share in common, right? Yeah, <laughs> but outside of that, you know, it's not really, for me, that's not really that big of a deal. Just don't think that I'm going to change and I wouldn't want to try to change anybody else over either. But yeah, I would, yep. yeah right? You know, yeah, it's, yep. to me, it's it's like, like, like we're seeing all these other couples that are doing it. It's tougher, but it's tough. yeah, absolutely tougher, but you make it do. And like, and you know, we, we've been doing it for so long. We're, we're comfortable going out to restaurants and eating out in places and picking out foods and, you know, fasting if we need to, or not eating. Um, and so I, I think that, yeah. Fasting. You brought up a good one. Fasting. Uh, yeah. uh, have you oh. been fasting at all during this? You process? know, I, I've been I've been thinking about it a lot. I'm, I think because all I see are memes and people posting about how they're going to become fat after they get off this quarantine because they keep opening their fridge. But I find that, um, you know, I keep the sort of normal routine, but I haven't I haven't fasted in, in the past four weeks. Um, I just haven't. Yeah. You yeah, have? I've done a couple 20, I only go 24 now because I, do I don't that. want, uh, yep. I think, I think anything more than that, you don't want to put too much stress on your body mm -hmm. as far as having it be susceptible to things like, things like what's going, what's being passed around these days, right? Yeah. So, I, and I've, I've listened to, you know, with the fasting app, their main doctor on there is Peter Atia, and he specializes in longevity and fasting mm -hmm. and how it helps the body. And he, and uh, on one of his recordings, he talks about like anything that's, and that's where I basically get the information to not fast anything too much, too long, too you long. know? So, uh, yeah. You know how we were doing 48 and 50 whatever and 72 hour fast i just mm -hmm. don't think it's necessarily the best but i think 24 is a nice safe area for myself you know and and same thing and the other thing it do, also does too and i forgot to bring this up i saw mm. trevor noah oh, maybe yeah. i did bring it up but with trevor noah when he first when we first started this whole quarantine movement he didn't really prepare for it as far as shopping wise. So oh, yeah. he was fast. just, he was already doing like intermittent fasting and just kind of fasting in general. Yeah. So I also think, Hey, this is a good time to, I think that's why it's another good idea to also do a 24 hour fast because you could also save food that saves, you know, that might save yep. a trip to the grocery store for an extra day or two Yeah. when it comes to stuff like that. So have you been uh, able to uh, go to the stores often or how's your latest trip? When's the last time you went out? I just went yesterday morning. Oh, you did? I, I went yesterday morning right when it opened up thinking there shouldn't be too many people. <laughs> no. But there was, it wasn't packed, but it was, it was more busy than what I thought it was because mm. obviously I think other people had the same idea. Mm -hmm. I think, I think picking a more random time versus like right when they open or right when they close might have been white have been a better move as far as trying to avoid the crowds and stuff. So right. the, the, what, 
what I'm a little, you know, upset about is, I would say upset, but just, you know, a lot of these grocery stores that are 24 hours, mm-hmm. it would be nice. I understand because when the rush was coming in, it was really hard to restock shelves and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're always in there. But I feel like now that things are less crazy as far as beating the rush and having people, loads of people in the grocery store. I think they should return a lot of these 24 hour grocery stores back to 24 hours just because. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just because when you condense the times for people to go into the grocery store, then you also, you're making everybody go in at the same hours versus if it's 24 hours, Mm -hmm. I have no, my, my sleep schedule is so messed up these days that I wouldn't mind going to the grocery store at 3am, 4am, something like that, where you'll see less people. That's, I wish they, they would do that now more just so. Yeah. That would, that would, uh, that would actually would make sense. Um, You know, they, I know it's totally unrelated, but you know, Seattle, they were trying to, they had, problems with everyone leaving the bars at the same time at two by opening it up later like three or four people start trickling out at different times less crowded streets oh no that's that's totally related it's it's, it's the same concept but yeah i agree uh i think if man you know me i'm up till two or three o'clock in the morning i wouldn't mind going to the store knowing that there wouldn't be a lot of people out at the grocery stores right yeah like going at like 2 a.m you know 1 a.m when like a lot of people are (laughs) because i think that's the that's the exact thought process right there if you just if you give more opportunity for people to go at different times yeah same thing as the bar example that you just mentioned you lengthen the time that you could be there so then it also lengthens the time for people to leave yeah as well versus just having every because i mean how many times have we been out to a spot and us like we'll be at we'll be at a bar we'll be at like ohana's or something and yeah and people don't get there till twelve thirty. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and true. And then next thing you know, it's like super packed. And then yep. next, and then and then one thirty comes along. So it's only been like an hour, and everybody's yeah. in there. Everybody's packed. got their drinks, yep. and then just like you said, everybody's yep. got to leave right at the same time. And it's it's. But just... I gotta I gotta say though that um, you know the Costco that I've been going to, they're doing a really good job. Like they're really like limiting. It's not like uh, you just walk in. I mean, there's. Oh, wait, you're there. I mean, people, when you go inside Costco here in Seattle, there isn't hardly anyone inside. You have a lot of distance between things. They're doing a good job wiping down stuff and like the carts, they're making sure everything's good. Even the checkouts, they have little sneeze guards on there. They try to limit transactions with cash, you know, and so they're doing their part. Um, but it, I would think a place like Costco where everyone would want to go, it'd be hard to like make those chickens at like two o'clock in the morning or, but but I don't yeah you're right I, I never thought about that yeah but for that. items like that for items well you know Costco was never you know they've never been like 24 late. hours yeah. like that yeah because yeah. they usually close like eight or nine and they open up kind of late too they open up at like 10 or something like that yeah that's true mm-hmm. but that, I I don't think that would be a bad idea stretching their hours out to help people Later. avoid more people you know mm-hmm. so they do, they they have uh, opened it up earlier for elderlies, the seniors. And I think um, some are doing that. I mean, yeah. the grocery. I just went to a, a neighborhood Walmart. That's where uh-huh. I was at, and uh, that used to be twenty four hours. Oh, and, you know, and like I said, it's now it has hours seven to eight or something like that. But yeah, but we. Uh, I went to Costco last week. Uh huh. 
last week to make a, a, a just another water run and get a couple more huh. items. They limit you on the water. Did we talked about that last week, right? Yeah, I switched yeah. it up. I got two different ones. Yeah, yeah, I got well, I got you know the regular forty bottle water since yep. they had it back yep. in stock again. They still were missing a lot of like cleaning items. They were out of spam. Oh, I got that. Yeah, out there, they were out of uh, paper towels, toilet paper. But they had bottled water, so I just got another, just uh -huh. another case of those, and I think they limit those at two. But you got water, right. and then you got sparkling water. So I got two different kinds, yeah. So I got the Lacroix pack, like tropical pack, I think, and because then I got the last uh, week. You said that you had tried to get two packs of Lacroix. Yeah, yeah, it was more like a month. Yeah, like maybe three weeks, four weeks uh -huh. ago. I tried to get no two packs of the Costco brand. Yeah, and they said no. Yeah, and they only they only allowed one. So, oh. so I, so I got one of each. Yep. I got one Costco and then one LaCroix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even at Target where I go, you know, they limit how many roll. I mean, even still that, you know, toilet paper still, they're all gone. Like I own, there's only like one. Yeah. There was only like two or three left on the shelf, even with just like, you know, saying one limit only. So I'm like, man, people are really just buying all this stuff up. It's it's amazing. Every store that I go to, it's, it's 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 empty. Yeah, my my hope is I know it's my hope is to not have to go back to the grocery store for month another at least yeah three weeks at least at least until it's next yeah. month. So that's my, and I think we have enough like food. Did you go in? Yeah, yeah, to just wait it out wait the rest of this month out and then yeah. see what happens that's a good idea they in washington they um schools are done for the year is yeah, that I same with that, your yeah. is that same in, in vegas not or? yet but i'm pre i mean it's gonna move towards that i mean yeah. how much stuff it's gonna be hard to go back to school for anybody right because one you've missed a lot of time too there's not really that much time left anyway there's yeah. less than two months left for a lot of people and we're supposed to be in this situation for another month so yeah i just don't can, see it happening can you imagine uh if this was happening to us when we were in high school or elementary school well yeah we, i have enough i have i have a couple nephews that are seniors this year so. well i mean like us like even at like our ages like if we were in high school back then they don't have nearly half the stuff that kids have now like they don't have tiktok or or you know zoom or they didn't have anything like that uh to keep people occupied during quarantine i, I don't even know what I mean, I would we do. still have video games so we didn't have I mean, the internet so we wouldn't be connecting the, the way we're connecting now yeah absolutely but, not yeah but, i mean I, I played a lot of video games when i was in high school you know what i mean so but we but we were never in quarantine in the house for like yeah. two three months and it's true because you know movies even mm -hmm. are different now like mm -hmm. you all have access to almost all these different movies available today yeah Netflix. back then we would have to go to the blockbuster or hollywood oh that i mean used to go i used to go we used to go almost every day when I was that age, you know, it was like two, three dollars to get a movie. Blockbuster, home, Hollywood video. Can you imagine them doing that now? If they had Blockbuster Hollywood video, they would not limit. I mean, I don't even know how they would do it. Dang, people listening to us probably don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that ages us, but yeah, it just, I mean, it's it's crazy how things have changed, but you're right. It's uh, It's definitely a more adaptable world these days for you know and it's funny because so many people have sometimes people 
demonize screen time. Mm -hmm. You know, or you know, uh, parents a lot of times they limit screen time. Which I shouldn't say demonize it, but they limit their they do. kids. Yeah. But mm -hmm. nowadays, look, this is. I mean, that's the only way to interact with people is via screen, via internet. Like this is the that's, world that's, that we're going into. So, <clears throat> and it, it's funny because when it comes to the internet, like podcasts, videos, stuff like this, you always think, oh, you. some people always think or look at things like the internet is I wouldn't say like a fad, but you know, sometimes things on the internet, social media is kind of fake. Mm -hmm. And then you have the real world where people are actually living in the real world. Well, now it's everybody's being forced into the internet world. So, yeah. So like, what, yeah. what is that really fake anymore? Because now a lot of time people's face to face interaction with people is 50% and then the other 50% is spent online. Well now, yeah. like, now that the world is changing yeah and more and more people are you know confined it's the i just think it's just funny how if you weren't prepared if you weren't adapted to this internet life or yep. world then you're you're you might be really struggling kind oh. of back to your point how yep. we would be really struggling because i'm sure you know you're only limited to so many video games back then, you know, back when we were in high school and stuff and you're only limited to the videos that you physically have. Yeah. And so all that stuff would become redundant and it's really hard. It, it would really be really, really tough and boring. It would, be, you know? it would absolutely be tough and boring. Like I just posted something on my personal page about how many things I've done just in March alone with all the zoom virtual birthdays, happy hours, game nights, workouts, poker nights, podcasts, podcasts. Like I just listed seven things that I've never done prior to this. If if we didn't have internet or we weren't savvy to it, I, I don't know. I'd probably just be running every day and, and like, I, I don't know how it, you know, kill, the kill time. my time. Yeah, absolutely kill my time. Uh, my parents are even to the point where they're like, you know, they're doing church, virtual church. Like they're, you know, they're, well, they're good. Yeah, they're doing uh, the Palm Sunday this weekend. They're, our church yep. is going to go live. And so, my mom wanted to know how to do, you know go live and for her to like trying to go on the internet on Facebook. I mean, that's how she's with technology now. She's totally adapted to it. Yeah. So, that's tight. That's tight. Yeah, Especially man. for our older generation that, mm -hmm. you, that, you know, without a lot of this technology, everybody would be stuck basically. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. It, it's yeah. kind of nice that we've come to an age of technology where we're still able to do a lot of stuff. Oh, like we could do a lot of things just being connected to the internet. So, right. You have your weekly chats with your brother, brothers, uh, on, on Fridays, right? You guys yep, are connected. Yeah, Friday nights. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We just started that two Fridays ago. So would you say that so you yeah. have been more connected to more family or oh, for recently? Sure. Okay. For because sure, of the quarantine. Yeah. yeah me too. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Like uh, my family in Washington, they, mm -hmm. they, they have a thing every night. I haven't wow. been able to join every night just cause yeah. I'm just, my sleep is all messed up. So sometimes <laughs> I'll wake up too late for things. And, hey, you're not uh, alone. I'm sure everyone's sleeps are messed up. Everyone listening right now, sleep schedules are all messed up. Yeah. Cause I'll stay up watching something or I'll just, it's like, yeah, my sleep's just all jacked up. And, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, it's no, definitely. I've, uh, I've, I've rarely talked to them 
you know, two months in a row, let alone two weeks in a row. Yeah. Two weeks in a row is quite a little lot for us. Because true. we're just so three different, totally different time zones. And it's really hard because Jeez. yeah, it's hard to find times where we're all available. But since since this is one of the craziest times in history where the whole world is going through this, mm-hmm. it's like it's crazy that you're right it brings us together because we're all like a lot of times people are out and about yeah just doing random chores or running errands i mean and busy yeah people have kids and appointments and events and work and school and but now this forces you Mm -hmm. yeah it forces everybody to to sort of be in the same you know to be at home so it's, it's a yeah. it's a good time to like hit people up so I, I didn't think about that you're right we are always constantly out like if if we were in quarantine i'd be out the park you know going out kicking it you know i wouldn't be home yeah for you yeah often. you yeah. for sure and especially like when i was in seattle too yeah man same thing man we were out and about hard to get us random, yeah yeah mm-hmm. man hard to find us at home yeah the only times we were at home was like to change and to sleep yeah. and to, yeah and to eat and then we'll be out again just doing something you know so mm-hmm. so yeah so that's why it's really it's uh taking advantage of this time just having everybody just be in one place it's, it's yeah it's nice for communication it's nice uh, i like so. it yeah it's it's nice i get in touch with some friends and and uh, you know even us we're in some weekly things that uh it's nice to catch up with people we don't normally talk to and i i, I do love that and i know i i've been doing i've been trying to do a better job at that too especially yeah. since i i'm dis, i'm a little disconnected from my personal ig and facebook since i'm not really uh, on yep. there anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i've been like randomly t- trying to text people as as these days go on like people yep. I haven't heard from or that I usually see their Same. social mm-hmm. media stuff yeah mm-hmm. and so if I don't see like a lot of people whose social media stuff that I don't see I'll just kind of hit them up randomly yeah check in on them see how they do I think that's that's an important part because like I always think I always I forget to look from the outside like I'm always social I'm always talking I'm always you know have friends and and, and I always forget about the people who maybe don't have a big circle of friends and and uh so like I'll hit up random people too and seeing how they're doing and say hey you know hey if you want to do a time for that yeah if you want to do a zoom thing I'm more than happy to 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 do a zoom thing and you know I'll lead the I'll lead the charge I have no problem I'm 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 all about including everyone in things and and so yeah, man, it's, 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 it's a great time catching up. Yeah, so, yeah, it really is. And it just makes you think just how, um, man, how thankful that we are to have internet, even though a lot of people are going mm-hmm. through a lot of things right now. It's, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's nice having this technology available to us. And so, yeah, no, it's yep. good. Yep. Uh, what else? What else have you been up to uh, during quarantine? I'm I'm supposed to be in Thailand right now. I should be on vacation until the 19th of April, but uh, here I am. Uh, you know, uh, staying indoors for the past. The timing was just so bad. Like you know, who would have thought? Five, six months ago, when I booked this flight, that we'd be stuck indoors. You know, for 
two, three months. Uh, did you get all your money back from that? I didn't get all my money back. There's a, maybe one, there's one place that okay. wouldn't, they just said no refunds, you know, you book it and you, you know, they just, they even had like strict disclaimers, you know, unless you bought insurance uh, for disasters or something like that. But I fought it with my banks. My bank's going to go to bat for me, hopefully get it back. But this hotel that I was supposed to stay at charged me, you know, I was like 400 bucks. <clears throat> but that's the only thing out of my whole trip that wasn't been, wasn't refunded back. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I think my bank will get the money back from them. So, but if not, I mean, Hey, I'm actually glad I got like 80, 90% of everything. back. Oh, that's I, good. I, that's I think, good. Yeah. I, I was already out like two, three grand already, almost yep. three grand that I got most of it back. So I'm happy to get <laughs> all that back. So, uh, no, that's dope. So I'm, I'm thinking like after this quarantine is over, like I'm, I'm, I have all my vacations. I have nothing to use. I'm, I'm just going to go somewhere. I don't know, late, late into the, when the quarantine's over, I don't know, hopefully by September or like October before I, this point, vacation. man, who yeah. knows, who knows. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially cause I mean, are some of these airlines, hotels, yeah. industries going to survive? Yeah. 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 Oh. I, have, I have no idea. Um, but I mean, what am, I have like four weeks of vacation, like to use before January, I have to use it or lose it. Right. So I like, where, where could I go? Maybe some cave or some <laughs> excluded place to, to, oh, to go. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or it might even be somewhere where you can even drive to, who knows? Mm -hmm. Like there could be, no, there's, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out. For me, I was supposed to be, like I said, I was supposed to come up to Seattle, like yep. at the beginning of the month, right at like, so about a week ago, I was going to possibly up, be up there just to do some things. But, uh, but yeah, all those things. And that was only, that was, that was only like five, six weeks ago, not mm -hmm. yeah. understanding how bad everything was. And now that we know how bad it is, it's, yeah, man, it's kind of uh, it's kind of crazy. Maybe, so, and what's what's that's probably one thing we should ask our guests, or I mean, I'll ask you, like, you know, what are where's one thing as soon as this is over that you'd want to go or you'd want to do after this quarantine is over? Travel? Yeah. You want to come to Seattle? You want to go to the store? I would, I would love friends? to, but I would also be hesitant as well. So, <laughs> to be honest, just to yep. Unless they have massive tests everywhere, that's I. I feel like that's the only way they that we can get back to a somewhat normal society is if they just start doing massive testing into every anywhere that people anywhere that people are together in groups. So okay. mm -hmm. you know, if a place has. Like if we can find a way to do massive tests as far as like a test that takes something less than 15 minutes or less, then, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. then yeah, then that's, yep. that's how I would feel safe being out and about. So for example, yep. they should test everybody before you get on a plane or get on a cruise yep. or get on a, into, check into a hotel or things like that. So yeah, gosh, that's which is why it makes me hesitant to do anything at first. So, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know if they're ever going to do that, like testing, oh, like oh, like going to a a, basket, a football game or something like that, right? You want everyone to be tested. Yeah, the people are trying to produce, you know, these things. Yes, but, if they ha now that I think that's the key right there. If you could have these massive yep. tests that take less than fifteen minutes, yeah, 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 something yeah. like that, 
and then the faster the better like if you could test somebody if they if they're if they have something you know uh that takes like 30 seconds or something even better but yeah. i think that will because you're gonna have a big group of people that don't care you know once once things are open up they'll be out and about sure. but i think a lot of people still be hesitant yeah would still be hesitant so i mean what's your thought what's your thought like say like when when would you feel comfortable to get on a plane um i would feel comfortable on the plane yeah maybe maybe a month or a couple months after uh the quarantine is over once i see the numbers <laughs> or once i see the you know statistics of the the curve being flattened you know where they report hey look you know we're dipped way below the curve because like even things in like wuhan right now like people are roaming around and things have you know um definitely uh it's changed for them the first yeah um but i, I if you take the normal precautions um, like, you know, people are doing washing their hands and wearing masks and just out in, in, in general, I'd, I'd feel more comfortable that way. You know, I was even thinking going on this flight, if they didn't cancel it, we were going to go on with our like N95 mask and be careful about touching and just washing our hands and stuff <laughs> like that. Oh, bless you. Um, but, um, yeah, I, it's hard to say. I, I have to see what happens after quarantine's over, what the numbers look like and, you know how it's going to affect uh, the industry and you're right we don't even know how the industry the the flights and hotels are going to handle things right now so um it would be small things first maybe see you know parents you know get a to hang out with them maybe go eat out oh yeah restaurants you know start off something small you know but um definitely go over to their house and go have home cooked dinner you know yeah yeah when's the last time you've seen your parents uh, a couple of weeks ago, I drove by and, uh, you know, I delivered some stuff to them. I, nice. didn't, go, I didn't go inside. I just kind of just left some stuff out on the front door. Yep. I'm thinking this weekend for um, Easter, you know, we have a big deck in our backyard and uh, my, my parents have a high rise deck. So maybe they can just be out on the deck and the kids can be down at the bottom, you know, uh, playing around in the backyard and just have the like, Yeah, man. That's, I mean, that's how it's going. I've seen so many videos of people's birthdays with their, you know, their grandparents are in their doorway and the kids are outside, you know, and talking to through there. Man, that's just so weird. It is very weird. What the stuff it we're is. doing. Even me running uh, around my blocks, you know, I'm like, um, I, I have never had, uh, people are avoiding me. I'm avoiding people when I see them running on the sidewalks. I'll go in the middle of the streets. I'll go like, you know, opposite side if I see people and, and I see the same thing when other people running, they're doing the same thing. So I see a lot of social distancing, you know, which is just weird to see normally you just run right by people. Now people are just kind of like, you know, paranoid looking left and right where they're walking, you know? Oh, hundred percent. That's the yeah. same thing as like going into a grocery store now. So yeah. it's the same thing. It's if you look down an aisle and there's more than like two people, then it's like okay, I'll go down that aisle later. It's it's yeah. so weird. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. It is weird. So yeah. I've, now since this all started, I have I have cheated a little, definitely more this in the last since quarantine has started mm. than I have the whole first two months of the year. Oh, okay. Like January, February, I didn't cheat at all. And then, oh yeah. And then. March, March, being even halfway through March, I was pretty good. But it wasn't until 
to be honest, when I started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. that first that first night. Remember when I started oh, man, that, all those snacks? That was like, the night? Oh, gosh. We need to – see, it's hard to get back in into it. Uh, uh Yeah. I mean, it, I, I do keto still pretty good. Yeah. It's just that I'll have – it's just the nights, like, that we start drinking with people. Yeah. So like I'll have a few drinks here and then we're doing zoom or something. And, and then that's when it's like, Oh man, I'll have the urge to want to eat something, you know, sweets. Mostly it's mostly sweets. It's rarely stuff like carbs or, um, I think I had one sandwich. I think I had one sandwich Uh and that was like, Oh, that was like the first time I had bread. It's since uh, you didn't get the keto bread still. You don't have those around nowhere. I don't really have it. Mm. No, I look not at, not the ones that you guys have at Costco. So, um, but we have the one, um, but I just got stocked up on the, uh, tortillas, the, the, it's only like three, two or three, two grams, two or three grams net, uh-huh. net gram carbs. I don't see you drinking much, um, tortillas. like white claws or Trulies. You're drinking the hard stuff, right? Is that is that what's making you? Because like when I when I do zooms or happy hours, I'll just do like one or two Trulies and call it good. But I don't go off and just go like you know drink it, you know, you know drinks and oh yeah, I see exactly that yeah, kind I got of. It. Yeah, well, this is ten bucks at Costco, so uh, I was like, "This will last a long time." So yeah, but look, that'll yeah, also Pete make Price you, yeah. I mean, drinking, drinking that a lot, that'll make you definitely more inclined to eat. You know, for those of you listening to the podcast that uh, is listening, I have a black velvet blended Canadian whiskey that was ten bucks at. Uh, 10 bucks at costco you don't have the sales tax there like like our 90 percent sales tax Damn. i don't think so but this thing is uh this is like a yeah half gallon yeah it's like a half gallon or something like that two liters or it doesn't even say the how many liters this is (laughs) oh 1.75 liters there you go finally found it yeah but it was only 10 bucks and i'm like you know what I think this could last me a month. So yeah. it's not that bad. Okay. And which reminds me like if you drink bad whiskey, that when when you do finally drink good whiskey, it really makes the good whiskey taste <laughs> a lot better. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um No, uh yeah, I know actually you're right. When when I do drink too, I'm more inclined to snack, but I all my snacks are like the cauliflower bites i'll have you know seeds or i'll have pistachios or i'll have you know almonds or cheeses and salamis so like i'm cheating with like keto type foods you know oh so i mean i like i like that that's I and mean, that's all i have i don't have anything else to i don't put myself in a situation <laughs> where i have well, that's you know non yeah. you know like keto foods right no, that's the key. Like you don't have those things around you to yeah, tempt me. To slip you, yeah, to tempt you. Yeah, me. It's you know because since this whole uh, quarantine thing has started, too, my mom has actually she bakes a lot, Ooh. so that so she'll have like a lot of these items just kind of laying yeah. all over the place. Hard. It yeah. is really yeah. hard to, and like, uh, one of my favorite things to cheat with is chocolate chip cookies. So, oh man, yeah, it's yeah, I'll make these bomb ass chocolate chip cookies. So, so what, what I my plan is is basically for those that 
that started listening to this podcast early, what I used to do was have Sundays to just go out and cheat. Mm-hmm. And so I think I might do that again, like have uh, like cheat for yep. part of Sunday or something like that. And then I will do like a fast on Monday and then that's when I'll do my 24 hour fast. So, mm-hmm. so I'll let myself have like cheat like on a Sunday and then stop eating like around five or six yep. on a Sunday and then just go the rest of the, uh, go the rest of the, the day, go the yeah. rest of the day, Sunday, wake up Monday, don't eat. And then just wait till Monday dinner time to kind of eat. And then that'll be my 24 hours. So yeah, it's easier when you have a schedule that you could stick to or like a game plan. Um, but you know, like, yeah, when you're up late and you know, like everything gets thrown off, especially like if you don't like prepare your foods, like I'm pretty good now at preparing my own foods. So yeah. it's easy. It's easy for me. I could just pick out a dish really quick. Cause if I had to like just eat whatever, that's where I fall into the, you know, bad habits. I'm just, yeah. Oh, for sure. yeah, yeah. For sure. So some things I keep like, you know, normal, like consistent, like, you know, cause I do work Monday through Friday, I wake up, have my coffee. And so by the time my day is almost ending at like four or five, I'll start snacking and eating and for, you know, a good five, six hour window throughout the night, you know? Um, Perfect. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been pretty consistent, man. I've throughout this quarantine, you know, I've, I've been doing a lot more running. You haven't, how about you? Oh yeah. You, yeah. you you've been limiting your outdoors yeah. kind of stuff around your neighborhood. Yeah. My neighborhood's pretty exactly. chill. I don't have a lot of people roaming the streets. Our, our side streets are pretty empty and you know, um, which is nice. You know? Oh man, there's kids outside playing every day. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> every day all the and so it's oh, man. like oh, those man. kids are the ones the carriers man they're the ones <laughs> yeah well the well it's also getting warmer here too mm-hmm. so it's really starting to warm up same, and so, same. Like, it's like it's like some of the perfect times to be outdoors is right around six seven eight at night yeah. and so oh, so yeah so it, it really makes it kind of weird to be outdoors but i just i still see tons of people and stuff outdoors. Yeah. So we you know we're we, this is our first week we're running stretches of you know mid 60s and you know how seattle is in the mid 60s and 70s yeah. people love, love, love to it. go outside and so we're i'm curious you will be seeing in the news you know um how good we're gonna do because i know for a fact that alki green lake it's gonna be packed i mean there, people are gonna go out kids have been indoors and I don't think man, a lot of people are still following the social distancing. Well, especially but, because there's a lot of been good news coming out too yeah. about how well Washington. you guys are yep. doing. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. yeah. So that's going to give people more courage to do more things and stuff. So, yeah. So yeah, well, I mean, we'll yeah, we'll see. That's the thing. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. yeah um, no, n- nothing else. I'm, I'm looking forward to this interview with, um, uh, DJ Han, DJ Han, DJ Han from the yep. Growing Samoan podcast. Yeah, so we've done a lot of collaborations and stuff. And like I said, he supported the Keto Island Boys, and he's oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So he's he's new to keto. Excited to get a pod. chance to yeah to have him on the podcast. He was going to invite us on his podcast when I was up there, uh-huh. or where when I was planning to be up there. And so now it looks like we'll have to okay. push that back. But yeah. in the meantime, though, so I'm thinking, okay, we could have we could have some good discussions on just uh, you know just what's it like doing keto and mm-hmm. and things like that. So okay. so yeah. Still trying to keep this podcast going for all the oh, listeners yeah. out there, man. We're so thankful to everybody <laughs> that 
somehow listens to us and listens to us talk about our randomness and yeah and yeah and just it's uh like we're still gonna do keto during all this so yeah. like still do it like i might have some cheat moments i'm not gonna lie but uh, i had yeah i had some today in my cousin's bakery in, in texas she delivered some stuff we supported her local business she shipped she has a bakery so we got um this babinka cassava it's coconut cake with uh chocolate chip brownies and uh you know blondies you know with peanut butter chips and wow where in I, texas and dallas oh my um, gosh. yeah she has called devious bakery uh i'll post one up soon uh maybe on my personal page yeah it doesn't matter but for me it's um man have you ever gone down there to visit them in the uh, last recent years at all I have, yep, absolutely. Oh. Um, I have Henry here waiting uh, to get in. So, uh, hey, so we're going to uh, take a break from this podcast, guys. Uh, stay tuned for um, Henry's interview uh, after a word from our sponsors. I'd like to welcome everybody, a special guest to the show. Yeah. He has been a supporter of the Keto Island Boys. He has his own podcast with his wife, too. Uh and he has just been uh, just talking to him recently, even though he's brand new to keto, he's really been talking about a lot of the things that we've talked about on the show, about how um, things that we believe, especially when it comes to the food industry and just how it, some of the times the food industry can impact your health. But let me introduce DJ Hen to the podcast from Growing Samoan Podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the show, bro. All right, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, you know, hey. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, talk about some keto. <laughs> we're we're keto pretty close. I, I hear I hear you're in Washington too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here in Federal Way, Washington, and um, yeah, you know, it's just it's just crazy what's going on with everything in the you know the whole world, especially out here in Washington, since everybody knows that we're kind of like mm -hmm. the first. Yes, yeah, so the first, first, yeah, first wave of this whole global pandemic. But you know, I gotta say this, you know, this keto, you know, diet, the ketogenic diet that I just started, yeah. you know, be like literally like two weeks before this whole craziness started. Oh, wow. it's like it's been doing good. I mean, I'm I just I love it. You know, it's something that I've been looking for for a long time. And yeah. So when did you it. when did you officially start? What was the date? Oh jeez. Oh, uh, I think before, it was, so it was before in, March. It was in, it was in March. I had this thing. I had it. Hold on, I'm looking at my yeah, no phone worries. here. So my March I believe it was about the last week of February. Okay. Oh, so a little bit over a month then now. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it has been and yeah, man. Yeah, I, it was just yeah, it was just been crazy. So I'm a newbie to the whole You're keto new. game. And yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm just happy that you guys you know wanted to talk to some a newbie so I could share my experience yeah. with keto. What made and you yeah. do it? What, what what made you start? How did your journey start or begin? Um, the journey. Well, for me, like a lot of other Polynesians, you know, I'm Samoan, mm -hmm. and a lot Jeez. of Polynesians, you know, we're always in it up and down with our weight and our health um so i mean going way back from having family members my my father who passed away from diabetes mm. uncles uh aunties cousins 
you know, there's just a lot of people that, you know, have passed away in my family through, you know, diabetes and like other health problems I probably don't know about. But the number one thing is mainly diabetes. Mm-hmm. So my whole life, I'm 40 years old. So my whole yep. life, I've watched my father have to battle through that for years until he passed away. And I've been looking my whole life, man, for mm-hmm. something. You know, I've been through a lot of diet plans and uh, looking like what, at, like uh, yeah, like what? What other diets have you have you tried in the past? And how long were you on them for? So the the first thing I can remember that I tried was just starving myself. Uh, <laughs> like oh, literally yeah. fasting. Starving. <laughs> but fasting like in 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 a crazy way where I had no knowledge. I was just like starving. And this was because I tried to join the the uh United States Air Force and I oh. had to drop down to a certain weight. And I was just like, oh man, my, the recruiter was like, you gotta drop down to a, it was crazy weight. It was like two hundred something for my height and everything. Oh. And I literally starved myself, ran every day. I ate like one meal. Like I didn't know about nutrition or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I dropped a lot of weight, but it was, everybody thought I was smoking some stuff. They thought I was on drugs, you know, sure. literally. They, yeah. they, they pulled me to the side and be like, hey man, uh, are you okay? Cause you don't look healthy or nothing, you know, at all. And yeah, that, so I've tried that just starving. Um, I've done <laughs> a lot of, um, What's that? What's that cardio like? Hit, H I I T. Oh yeah, interval. yeah. High interval. Yep. Impact so there was training. this guy. There was this guy on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard of it. Uh, Chang. Uh, some Chang. Uh, mm-hmm. it was called Six Pack Shortcut. Yes. Yeah. No. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. He's not on YouTube anymore, but you know, exactly. I've seen him. I've seen some of his videos. Um, yeah. if you watch Thomas DeLauer, sometimes like old clips of that yeah. dude that you're talking about or other yeah. people will talk about him in the YouTube space. Mm. But what's funny is I don't see his videos. I try to look for more of his videos, but I don't see him anymore. But yeah, I know yeah. who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hold on. Excuse me. You're good, you're Apparently good. he, uh, he sold his business or, um, oh, so that makes I think, sense. yeah, I think he sold it. So somebody else bought it and they have all the rights, but I tried his, and it was a lot of high intensity like mm-hmm. workouts. So, I mean, the plan he had was just hardcore. Yep. And I I think that was the first time I ever really learned about nutrition. And this was, uh, I'd say in 2010, mm-hmm. 2010, because they had a breakdown of okay, let me explain to you about food. And uh, that's the first time I ever really learned about like nutrition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. I learned a lot from that, you know, just by knowing about, you know, uh, you know, certain foods to eat, oils and stuff like that. And I, the whole, the only thing about that was I lost weight. I looked good. Um, if you see some photos from me back in 2010, like on my Facebook page, you'll see the, the big difference. A lot of, a lot of my friends were like, oh man, you look good. But I couldn't maintain it, man. It was just crazy. The, Tough, the meal yeah. plan was just like, it was just hardcore where you had to eat like six meals a day uh, you yeah. know, at a certain time, every two hours. And your and stamina you know, was better back then too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were, yeah. You plus you were younger. Yeah. You know, just like every, that every, you know, diet plan or whatever you get on it, it feels good while you're doing it. You look good. And then next thing you know, you fall off the bandwagon and then Absolutely. you're back to square one. You know? I know. Yeah. 
So uh, what kind of research did you do prior to starting keto um, that you found out? And maybe you can tell um, everyone listening what your, you know, definition or what you learned from keto or what, what it is mean, meant for you. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a newbie, you know, you call me a new booty, a keto new booty. <laughs> I, have a, I have a lot of experience in like diet plans. I, the last one before, I mean, after, before keto, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I became a vegetarian. Oh, oh, how long did you do that? I, dude, not even, I don't know, man. Not even a month. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It's but, challenging for people that like meat and that enjoy yeah, meat, like very, most, very most Polynesians and wow. Pacific Islanders and Filipinos. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, that that's what led me to keto hmm. because I've been around the block. I've, you know, tried some things. And I, this isn't, I like how you guys talk about, you know, every diet, if people, everybody's different, whatever Everybody diet is works for you, now. hey, man, more power to you. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way. Um, so keto, it just fits me perfectly, man. So the, like how I stumbled upon it and what I know about it as a new, you know, uh, new booty to the ketogenic diet. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a lot of YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. I I watched a, a great documentary on Netflix called uh, Magic Pill. I think it's Magic Pill. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That was, know man, that. That's awesome. That was an awesome. It, it was. It really was to us too. Yep. Yeah. And then just word of mouth. I mean, honestly, the the way I found it, I listened to podcasts, and I remember, like my podcast. I was researching Polynesians, uh, <laughs> Islanders, you know, any kind of Melanesians, Micronesians. And I seen your podcast, the Keto Island Boys. <laughs> I seen that's it. Funny. I was scrolling and I said, Keto Island Boys. I said, oh, that's, that's what's up. <laughs> but I that's wasn't funny. into looking for a, any kind of diet plan at the time. But I remember yeah. I seen it and I was like, oh, okay, I might have to check that out one time. Yeah. And um, why I interviewed a friend on my podcast, his name is, uh, I think you guys had him on the, the previous podcast. So this is going to air out right after his name mm-hmm. is Law Fatui. Yep. And yeah, he was on last week, episode 70, year 71. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, so I interviewed uh, Lawrence and I remember he had went on somebody's podcast. I I believe it was um, yours, Heinz, the, the FT podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think... Yeah, and then um, I think, I don't know how, I can't remember like how, but I remember I fell into, oh man, Keto Island boys. I, I need to check them out, man, because I heard Law was doing real good, like yeah. off of your podcast. So I started listening to you guys' podcast, and that's how I learned a lot about, you know, Keto. And it's, you know, the, the, the thing I love about it is that you get to hear it from somebody, two people, you guys, and all your guests, that you can relate to, you know, whether it's Filipinos, Samoan, Chongan, yep. you know, we're all Islanders in a way, but yep. I love that we can listen to you guys and have something to, you know, fall back on to, you know, keep us motivated, but mainly that we can relate to. And I love it. And um, yeah. other than that, I mean, yeah, just YouTubing, doing my own research. And what I know about keto is that, yeah, you, you just cut the carbs, you get to get, eat your protein, you up the fat on good fat, mm-hmm. and you just let your body do the rest of the work. It'll just burn it off eventually. And uh, did, you just, did you just dive right into it? Did you just like say, okay, I'm just going to start it and just go and 
did you clear out some stuff out of your pantries and or <laughs> what did you do well we have a we have a household of seven oh, damn. me my wife and uh-huh. five boys two of our Oof. our oldest two are adults so wow. they're not on the keto diet oh, <laughs> but they've lived through you know their whole lives my wife too watching me go through all these kind of other you know diet plans and stuff mm-hmm. so they're used to it like oh dad's on another thing you know, uh, yeah he's <laughs> doing his thing you know so they it, it's normal for me to have my own little section have uh, my cupboard space where i got my own you know uh food that i'm gonna eat but the, with the keto uh, the thing the thing i love about it so far is that i get to eat the food that they eat you yeah. Know, the yeah. Food that they eat. yeah yeah like when you're when you're a vegetarian you can't you know when you're, there's a lot of stuff that restricts you oh, yeah. man a lot of restrictions on a lot of a lot of other diets but well, a lot of people part. would a lot of people would also say that keto is very restrictive especially with you know a lot of stuff that us islanders are used to eating especially mm-hmm. i mean for i'd say for all, most of us rice is mm-hmm. the number one oh, for, yeah. for for most of us like how do you get by not eating rice because to be honest i think there's literally like a 20 year period in my life where if i was at home i ate rice with almost every meal yeah. like i used to just eat hot dogs and rice like that would be my easy thing throw a couple hot dogs <laughs> in the microwave i would have rice that was already made or made from the day before or i would make a new pot that day that night i mean rice cooker was my everything so how like like for you i don't know if you ate rice like that but i i mean i used to eat rice like that now like for you how do you deal with that because i'm sure there's still rice in your household with all those people mm-hmm. you know what i mean like how do you go by by bypassing the rice because that is you know for most people that start keto that's probably one of the number one restrictions that's really hard for people to give up yeah rice um, like I know it's hard for a lot of Polynesians, uh, Asians, mm-hmm. I'm part Asian. I got some Chinese in my blood. Oh, um, huh? it's the demographic, the, I mean, the, the geography of where, you know, the majority of people eat rice is from Asia just because that's just the homeland food. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's very, I, I, it's hard for us. Cause when you look at the geography map where Pacific Islanders are like, base like a little bit off off the shores of asia so it's kind of like it's in our blood for me i looked at it as a way of not you know you know just dying <laughs> to more yeah. put it harsh like that <laughs> and, and i'm not saying if you're gonna eat rice you're gonna die right yeah i'm just saying like it was just a choice for me to all right let's cut the carbs uh especially the rice because I really want to, you know, to live longer. You know, I've seen a lot of death in my family. And yeah, yeah maybe it's yeah. not just the rice that's is going to kill you, but it's a start. It's a, it's mm-hmm. something, it's a sacrifice that you have to uh, to take, but not really. It's just all, in, I, I think it's just a mindset thing because we're just so used to eating rice, mm-hmm. you know, at a very young age that when it's time to cut it out, it's, hard. it's yeah. just like, all right, it's, yeah, it's willpower. It's just, War is mainly like a mindset thing, right? You, Absolutely. So do you Absolutely. substitute it with anything since you don't do rice? Do you ever do like cauliflower rice, broccoli rice or anything like that? Or do you just eat? Like, how do you 
how do you deal when it's like around you and you and you don't eat it? So obviously, willpower to not eat it. Do you replace it with anything, or what's your well, game plan? Yeah, to tell you the truth, I don't eat. I don't substitute it with cauliflower rice. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, or uh, I think that's the only thing that I've tried cauliflower rice. And this was before I even started keto. Mm -hmm. What well, I do is. I just eat vegetables, you know. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. if you not like, if you name a dish that's normal in a Samoan household, I'll tell you number one dish right now is soy chicken and rice. Mm. That's like a go-to. Yeah, bake bake soy chicken and rice, yeah. right? So you get the you get the rice, the plate of rice, and then you just grab some chicken, you know, uh, you know, chicken legs, thighs. Mm -hmm. and, you grab the 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 juice. We call it sua. Yeah, so you grab the yeah. sua mm -hmm. from the 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 chicken. You just pour it all over the rice, and you just you kill that, right? Yeah. So, what like I a, it's like adobo, you know, it's mm -hmm. just like adobo. Oh, the oh yeah, the adobo. Yeah. Like Same adobo thing. Rice. That's my favorite thing. Taking that adobo juice, pouring it on the oh, rice. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like Everyone the bombest thing. Yeah. 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 So and so, what I replace the rice with. Is I mean I I might be lucky because I I love vegetables, so it could be yeah. you know the main vegetables that I researched on with keto is yeah it's cauliflower and broccoli, mm -hmm. so I literally buy the frozen cauliflower and broccoli. Yep. I just warm that up, and yeah I just pour the sous on that or the juices on that and I eat it with the you know with the meat. Or you warm that up, you throw it in the microwave, throw it in a pan. What do you do? Uh, yeah, I, I microwave it, you know, for, for those out there that want to be, um, you know, microwave safe, you can use a glass bowl, or, yeah. you know, a, a glass container or, a, you know, your ceramic, you're, you're fine. You know, those yep. that don't like, I do it in plastic too, because, you know, uh, uh, I, I forgot Neil deGrasse said he's a, he's a super genius. He said it's fine. It, it doesn't really hurt that much. Uh, mm. But if you want to be, you know, very cautious, use a glass, yep. you know, uh, plate or something. But I, I just nuke it, man. You know, even though it's not really nuking it, but we, you know, that's why we, we call it nuke it. Yep. So, so part of keto, we're upping our fats and stuff like that. So what have you been doing to increase your fats in your keto uh, journey right now? Um, You've been so, eating a lot more like avocados or like oils or, or nuts and stuff like that or bacon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's, Dude, that's the main reason why I love keto. Once, <laughs> the, the first thing I did was, okay, I'm on this new diet. Let me see what you can eat because every diet has a list, right? <laughs> I go to the keto list. I'm looking at all this food like, what? What? Wait, no, I, I don't get it. Bacon, avocados, uh, you know, pork, lard, you know, and I'm just like, what is going on here? And then I had to do my research to understand how the process works, but my oils like the question to answer your question my oils yeah man it's like i've already been really into like learning about nutrition with all the other diets so it was pretty easy for me to transition yeah. over i've been using olive oil yep i love avocados uh the bacon that's a new thing i know yeah. i love i always <laughs> i'm eating bacon you know, you know yep. on the good you know limit of bacon and the funny thing about it is my wife, she loves bacon. And before mm -hmm. keto, she would just eat bacon over and over. And I used to just be like, get that out of my face. Get that out of my face. But now she's like, why are you eating all my bacon? She's like, don't eat all my bacon. I was like, well, you better buy some more because 
Uh, this is why I love keto. I can well, eat all your food too. How do you uh, <laughs> prep your bacon? Do you put it oven? Do you pan fry it? Uh, what what kind of style is your bacon? <laughs> oh. oh yeah, yeah. We fry it. I got a um. You can pan fry. We pan. She loves pan frying. My pan wife. Frying. She, she pan fries it. Um, I have like an air fryer. A oh new yeah. Wave oh air fryer. yeah. Yeah. That's all another good way. Yeah, I've had that for you. You know what's so funny about the new wave oven? Is mm-hmm. we had that for almost over ten years now. Wow! <laughs> and the reason why the uh-huh. new wave oven, their their infomercial is you can cook it and all the fat will drop down, yeah, so you yeah. won't you you know you'll lose weight by not yeah. eating all the fat. Uh-huh. And I'm just laughing because it's like, wait a minute, fat is good for you. Now that I, you know I'm on the keto diet, I understand. Mm-hmm. Like yep. that's good stuff. You know that's what your body needs, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a funny thing. But yeah, um, or I nuke it. I just throw it on the plate, you know, put a paper towel over it. And yep. uh, yeah. Did you go it. through some of the things that people who start keto go through, like the keto flu? Did you have symptoms of fatigue or headaches or just like, man, like, what am I doing? Keto flu. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you did. I was I was hearing a lot about the keto flu. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because before I started the keto, uh, ketogenic diet, I was actually, I, I finally got myself up off the couch and told myself, okay, go back to the gym. Cause I love playing basketball and there I have go. a membership at, uh, LA fitness. fitness. Nice. And you know, I, I told my wife, I was like, all right, you know, new year's resolution time. It's, it's time for me to go back to the gym. So about two weeks before I started the keto diet, I, I was like in a good two week little, you know, ready to, oh, okay. you know, to get everything going on. So, um, yeah, I lost my thought. What was the question again? Oh yeah. No, just wondering if uh, you went through the keto, flu. Like, keto you're, flu. Yeah, oh, you're prepping. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the flu. Um, so then I start learning about keto and then hearing about the keto flu. And I believe it was like two weeks into it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was when I had a little, uh, a small case of the keto flu. Okay. And I think it was just like headaches. I had like yep. little headaches. I think it was like some like headaches, but it's very minor. Sounds like if you get yeah, it was very minor, but it was different. So I yeah. knew it was my body ad- adapting, adjusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that yeah, I had a little minor, you know, keto flu. Uh, you know, thank God it was in the you know COVID nineteen, but yeah. <laughs> Damn, yeah. that's true, man. I can't imagine people starting keto now and be like, oh, man, I don't feel good. Like, could you know, because your body does go through a change trying to, you know, burn, uh, you know, fats instead of sugars, you know. Yeah. But that's that's yeah. funny you say that, though. Yeah, well, speaking of uh-huh. – I was going to say, speaking of that, have you – have has it changed? Like, have you – like, have you stopped doing or changed anything about keto since you started – since? You started before this whole quarantine happened, but now, like, are you still doing keto through this quarantine? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, I, dope. I, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's like I said, I, I I've done a lot of uh, diets before, meal prepping stuff like that, and with the ketogenic diet, it's just so much easier because you don't have to worry about six meals a day. Oh yeah. That, you know, once I learned about intermittent fasting, which you told me about Heinz, yep. and I was doing it wrong for, you know, like a few days for like a week. And cause I thought I was fasting, but I was drinking keto coffee in the morning. 
I mean, you could still like so. Yeah. You know, me and Jeff have talked about this in the past about, especially when, you know, because Jeff, yeah. Jeff is the OG, you know, of the podcast, right? Yeah, he's the OG, <laughs> like, I mean, because he's OG. he's lost like thirty percent of his body weight, basically. You know, yeah, like, man, I've seen the before and afters, man. Thanks, Literally, man. Yeah, man. thanks, bro. Thanks. Literally thirty to forty percent of his body weight from doing awesome. keto, nice. and you know, for the longest, he was doing these fasts too but he was adding mct oil but you yeah. know you're, yeah. you're you're still you could still lose weight with that type of fast but mm -hmm. you but you might not necessarily get all of what they call the uh, autophagy we always talk about autophagy on this show where your yeah. body cells like start eating up mm -hmm. you know your your stronger cells start eating up your weaker cells but you know even if you were to continue if you were were still doing fasting that way i still think it would it would be all right but you're, yeah you're getting the benefits for sure uh, exactly. drinking coffee how, how are you doing your coffee are you doing the, the the just the butter and the coconut and stuff or or how do you do yours well um i stopped I stopped drinking, uh, doing the keto coffee, but when I was doing oh. it, I, you know, I, I have the, um, what's the, the that Kerrygold butter? Mm -hmm. Yep. Is that you the Kerrygold butter? Uh, yep. uh, coconut oil. Yep. And my wife loves coffee. So she already has her, her Craig, Keurig, Keurig with yep. all the pods. I just grab whatever's there and just. Perfect. Yeah, just those two tablespoons of each. That's what I was doing. Uh, yep. Coconut oil and then uh, the butter. So you and stopped then, you stopped it? Yeah, I stopped that. But I like that little frother thingy. I got one yeah. of those things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm a, a cappuccino espresso professional. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I I'd, I'd say it's okay in the morning. I, I mean, I I can't I do it every morning. So I'll I'll but I I cut the butter, I cut the coconut. I just put the oil, the MCT oil um to get my fats in and then some heavy cream. And then, yeah, with the frother and, you know, if you like some, your coffee sweet, add, you know, stevia or, you know, sugar-free oh, yeah. vanilla. Uh -huh. Stevia. I also add in one packet of stevia, too. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. I love that. It gives it a nice little uh, sweet flavor sweet to flavor. it. Sweet yeah. flavor. Yeah, yeah. Does your wife like it uh, when you make the keto coffee? How, what did she say about the coffee? She tried it? No, she's never tried oh, it. She's never tried it. She wouldn't try it. <laughs> People always she like – it's nasty, but I think it tastes good. Oh, I think it's bomb when you put the <laughs> butter in the coconut oil yeah. or butter and heavy cream or heavy cream yeah. and stevia. Like, that's all. I yeah. think they, it tastes better than regular, like, sweetener, to be honest, or re regular cream. Or, but that's I just love me. It, it tastes now, good to me. Yeah, it tastes good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were, you brought up fasting. So, like, what is your fasting regimen look like, or what does your daily routine look like when it comes to fasting? So, when I learned about intermittent fasting, you know, and I I, uh, I said, okay, I guess I'm gonna have to try this. And it was I didn't start it until I talked to you, Heinz. We were just having a keto conversation, and over the phone and I remember and then you asked me if I was fasting and I said yeah I'm doing like 14 hours and you said well uh, what, what are you eating and then I said well I had the keto coffee and then like four hours after that I'll eat something you're like well you got to switch that up if you want a real good fast it should be around 18 hours and I was like whoa 18 okay so I did my research and I was like okay people a lot of people are saying 18 is good and then it's like 18 hours fast 
and then you get like six hours to yep. eat. I mean, there's, yeah, there's all these different ones, right? There's 12, you could go 12 and 12, 16, 8, 18, 6, 24. Yeah. Like Jeff does a 20 to 4. He only has a four hour eating period usually every day, you know. Nice. So, yeah. I, um, I did that one day. I, I, by accident? <laughs> by accident. Yeah. That's why I love keto even more because yeah. it's like, dude, I can't believe this is, you know, this is something new to me, but my body's, I'm not hungry. It's just mm. like, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's you crazy. don't have no yeah. hunger pains. Yeah. Huh? It's, it's weird because like sometimes your stomach will be growling too, but you're still not hungry, right? <laughs> I, I had that happen to me and I was like, I'm not hungry. It's not time to eat. Well, I'm not gonna lie. Well, I mean, sometimes you do get hungry, like during a fast. Like, it, I mean, it happens. But yeah. what's funny is, it, like, you're not hungry the whole. For example, if you're doing an 18 hour fast, you're not hungry for the whole 18 hours. Mm -hmm. it, it might come, but a lot of times it goes away after like a few minutes, half an hour, you know, yeah. or whatever. It's not like it just. Get, what's funny is we always sometimes equate hunger is something that keeps growing and growing because it does sometimes it happens that hunger keeps growing but then you start noticing especially if you've been fasting after a while that time it'll come sometimes when you get hungry but it'll go away faster after you oh, started yeah. fasting after a while so that's just one of the other things where you're right you do get hungry but i feel like if you are carb adapted or sugar adapted as we like to say it's 10 times harder because it oh, yeah. you feel 10 times more hungry when you get hungry if your body's used to burning carbs for energy so it's it's really 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 hard for people when they first start doing keto sometimes to do a fast anything that's longer than what they're used to doing mm -hmm. but if but once you get in the routine it's kind of like you're training your body on how to on how to do that so so like for like for on any average day what's your hours so what's your window to eat from when to when and when's your when's your window to fast from when to when so it's been about two weeks now that i've tried i've been doing the intermittent fasting wow and yeah two weeks nice. and you know uh so i wake up around five in the morning damn wow and I have a cup of coffee, just black coffee, black coffee with yep. one packet of stevia in the morning. Oh, damn. And yeah. I won't, I, I won't eat until three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, damn. But, That's a long time. Well, but I, oh, so three o'clock in the afternoon to 9 p.m. at night. That's my eating time. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So that's an 18 hour um, intermittent fasting. And then I have that six uh, six hour gap to eat. So then it's it works for me because nine o'clock will be the the end the, uh, where I will stop eating. Uh -huh. yep. I won't go to bed probably until like eleven or, or or ten or eleven. Yep. And I sleep all the way through, so you get nice. a good you know all those hours where you're just resting, mm -hmm. and then as slowly but surely it's like my hunger pains it just started going away and. I love it. It's like normal right now. It's, you know, I even told my wife, it's like, yeah, I basically eat like two meals, like within like that time frame. Yep. And, and I'm good. And then yeah. I have, I have probably like maybe another cup of coffee, like a black coffee. I was just yeah. going to ask. Yeah. I, I do that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, used to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like drinking coffee. So, you know, 
if I have, if I'm feeling like, oh, I, I want to, you know, drink something, I'll drink like coffee or a sparkling water. I got some sparkling water right here too. Yeah, so, man. Same, same, same. Yep, yep. Yeah, man. Same, same, yeah. same. We all got, we all got our, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, nice. So, so you can tell already just in this month or so, like you notice a difference in like energy levels or weight. Has it been going down or what have you noticed since doing it? Um, it's it was a little weird in the beginning, I guess because just getting used to your body can you know it's trying to adapt to the the different types of food especially cutting out the carbs because i cut out the carbs and Mm. um my body felt a little weird but after a while i got used to it Mm -hmm. and the 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 intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. i got used to it and yeah i'm just a new booty to the keto game but i think for me everybody's different everybody has their own like personal effects and stuff so for me it's i've done a lot of diet plans i've been you know uh used to like just destroying myself you know uh fasting or starving myself stuff like that Mm -hmm. and it was a little bit more easier for me to transition over to the keto diet but it's something that i can do for a while the the uh the measurements if you want to talk about measurements, I, I think I've lost about 11 pounds because wow. I, yeah, 11 pounds because I, I just weighed, <laughs> I just weighed myself before I jumped on because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let's see how much I weigh. And I don't, I don't use the scale because I love how you guys preach about it. Hey, it's yeah. not about, I don't, yeah, yep. Yeah, I mean, I think the mo- more effective is like measuring tape, you know, around your waist oh, is like okay. a real, that's a real, because sometimes people are losing weight and they're like, you could tell they look thinner but then they're but then they're mad at the number they're mad at the pounds and it's like dude so what who cares if you've only lost 15 pounds you you've gone down three sizes (laughs) it's like you know because it's muscle sometimes your muscle is you know if you're if you're if you're just doing this sometimes you might be increasing muscle even though you're losing fat which might make the net net difference of weight not really be that much but yeah the way you yeah. look and especially if it's if you're down three sizes of stuff then you know who cares but no good on you good on you if you're if you're not like we just say don't obsess over it because i think when i first started i was very obsessed like i was weighing myself like every day and just like if you weigh yourself every day you know it's sometimes you might be you know, doing more harm. <laughs> I, I I didn't even intermittent fast until maybe six months into keto. So you're 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 ahead of the game on 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 that. And I, I people ask me or you know like if they would have told me to intermittent fast when I first started, I don't think I would have done it. I it just wasn't something I was into wanting to do because I because I was active and I was you know I, I thought eating three four meals a day was was good when I first started and I didn't do as much research as you got or has have you been doing there wasn't a lot for me when I was doing first starting out two years ago so it wasn't until halfway through then I was like okay let me try my windows a little bit different so um yeah man that was in your first month that's crazy and I and I you know I've done a lot of diets myself too well, thanks, thanks, thanks to you guys. I mean, listening to your podcast, I, you know, I started from episode one, and I've learned a yeah. lot just from listening to you guys and your experience. I've heard you say all the time that yeah, you guys compare like, well, yeah, we didn't start intermittent mm-hmm. fasting until like six months later, and mm-hmm. but a lot of your guests, you know, they, they've been diving right into it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I guess I'm like one of those guys who just yeah, yeah. Just, 
but I, I wouldn't have known about it if I didn't hear from you guys. So, yeah. you know, I thank you guys in the podcast for, you know, sharing those stories because oh, yeah. Yeah, it really, really helps, you know, mm-hmm. all the information, especially for like a, a person like me who loves audio. I just like to listen to things. I can, same. Yeah, I don't like reading a lot of articles. No, I can same. Podcast <laughs> like hours. So <laughs> all you got, uh, all the future, uh, I mean, the past guests that you guys had on, Man, I was just I was taking bits and bits and pieces and like, man, this is some you know, some some good information that you guys are, yeah. you know, sharing out there with the world, man. The one so thing we hear a lot is yeah, people cut back their uh, you know, insulin, uh gout and you know, diabetes and like mm-hmm. dude, of all the interviews we've done, it's just it is amazing to hear all that stuff. So yep, you're you're right. That's why we continue mm-hmm. to keep doing it. So man, yeah, we're happy for you. Yeah, man, 10 pounds, I mean, 11 pounds down, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not even worried about the weight Yeah, because I love how you guys preach about it. I'm looking for the long term. Yeah, you know? yeah, yep, absolutely. That's my, that's, I'm looking for the longevity of it, and so far within a month, I have no complaints at all. You know, the, the rice, I was able to – I look at rice now, it doesn't even bother me when yeah, I look at yeah. rice. Same, I don't yeah. even you – know, I can honestly say – I just look at the rice. I just push it to the side. Mm-hmm. I guess because after my body started getting adapted to uh, taking in the fats and loving the natural foods, like the vegetables instead of the carbs, like the rice, I'm just, I don't have that, that, that urge or the, you know, that craving for, you know, rice. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's I don't know. It's just me, probably me personally, my body, because everybody's bodies are different, you know, your cravings and stuff. But so. yeah, for me, it's hundred percent. I think you. I think you have the same kind of willpower and determination I have when I do keto. I, I could. I could. I could tell by how you talk too. Like, yeah, when you see rice, it doesn't even yeah. phase you, right? Yeah, I think you have that kind of determination. Yeah. I definitely do have exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. You know what's the real crazy thing? Uh, so we've been on lockdown in this pandemic, right? Yeah. So, like I said in the beginning of the podcast. I went to the gym. I had a basketball routine. Oh, yeah. Mm, yep. yeah. I haven't worked out. I haven't did anything. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. I was just starting to work out in February. Yeah. And then this thing happened in March. And now it's like, and, you know, I could still probably do some things, but I just choose not to just for right now. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead with what you're saying. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't point. done anything. Yeah. No. Yeah, but my whole point is nutrition a lot. And, and this is from my experience from all the diets and everything I learned. Um, people that are listening is that this is one thing that I love to tell people is that it's always nutrition first. You know, you got to yeah. understand the oh, nutrition key, you know. It's more when, than 50%. Yeah. Oh, way more. Way more. Way more. Yeah, way more. And with the ketogenic diet, we, a lot of us can relate to this type of nutrition. It can help out so many of us. And when you add on, you know, becoming a Jeff where you're just a super psycho athletic dude, <laughs> you know, running around the world, mm-hmm, dude, you're yeah. going to exhaust like that. Man, look at him, man. He looks good. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Hello. Yeah. Hello. And I was kind of pissed off. Cause it's like, damn, I was ready to get back in the gym and start, you oh, know, I know. Damn. And then, you know, this gym got shut down and, I um I mean I took a walk you know yep. I went around the track or at the little middle school across the street and you know but you know something I love to do is I love to play basketball mm-hmm. like, people love to hike people love to play volleyball 
I think if you have that passion, once you start your keto journey, you'll be energized to do all those mm. things, man. Absolutely, yeah. Like a double up on your uh, your health. Your Wait, you're gonna, you're gonna have more energy with your kid? All your kids running around, man. You need you need as much energy <laughs> as you can, for real. <laughs> yeah. Well, just check this out. When you do finally am able to uh, go to the gym again. You're going to be that much lighter. I mean, you're already 10, 11 pounds lighter right now. Yeah. yeah so right. let's just imagine like you going back in, you're just going to already be, you might not, you definitely won't have the cardio or anything like that, but you'll be lighter and you'll notice it and you'll feel it. And it'll just, you know, it's, it's one big thing where I always talk about momentum and it, it'll be another momentum like shifter for you that'll help get you on to the next level of whatever your goals are when it comes to doing stuff like this. So mm -hmm. no, nah, man, that's no dope. Doubt. No doubt. I dunked, I dunked, uh, when I was 18, that was my no first way. basketball. How tall are you? And yeah. How tall are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm six, four. Oh, sheesh. I'm six foot four, but you know, it's all about leg muscles and a lot of us are just heavy. Right. Yeah. Um, so at 18, I was pretty, you know, it was in a park. I remember I was with my cousin and, you know, I was pretty thin, a little pretty thin back then. And I remember, you know, just going crazy and just, just, you know, being athletic like that. So with the keto diet, I'm 40 years old, right? And yes, sir. my goal is whether it's a year or two is to just go back up there and start booming that basketball. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, you know, pick up games. I love pick up games, but every time they throw me the rock, they expect me to do a 360, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're 6'4", so yeah. I do a layup, but <laughs> so with the keto, you know, oh, man. diet and me getting back in there, I'm like, finally, I have a nutrition uh, uh, diet, or I wouldn't even call it a diet, just a lifestyle yeah. mm -hmm. that can help me out reach a goal that, you know, I've been trying to reach for a long time. That's and, um, you know, inspiration. I seen a YouTube video where there was this guy. He was 40 years old. Mm -hmm. He's 5'11". You know, he's a white male. Yeah. And he, he was just doing his thing and said, my goal is to dunk a basketball. And he did it. You know, he oh. took, took him like uh, two, three years. But 5'11". And he did it. And mm -hmm. I said, oh, man, AJ, nothing but a number. But I need a nutrition plan. So yeah. I finally filed keto <laughs> to help me out with my nice. personal goal, you know? Hey, my goal my goal was to run a half marathon. I'm going to do it this year. And, like, if you ask me to run, I hate running. Now I love running. And, like, that was my goal. And I'm going to do that in the next couple of months. I could probably do it now if I wanted to. But, oh. um, yeah, man, that's a great goal. How long, we, we how, need long to have was, how long did you uh, set that goal? How long was um, did you set that I said it this last year. So I started running maybe just a year ago. And then I got to the point where I was like, man, I really like running. And then I always had a goal just like, all right, let me do a half marathon. Like I would never had said that before yeah. I started keto. Yeah. And now that I was lighter, I don't have any injuries or inflammation, nothing sore anymore. When planners, I run. how you're planners? I don't, have, I don't have planners fasciitis. I don't have any, yeah, my recovery's faster, energy's faster. I'm quicker now. So I'm like, that was my goal. So I just no. started slowly building up this past year to just run without even, I could talk now when I run, which I couldn't do before. So <laughs> yeah, man, it's, 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 that's, so that's, that's my goal, man. And if you had your goal like that, I, I even won't doubt you'd be able to reach your goal. So man, people, yeah. I'll tell you listeners, the, you guys have a lot of listeners and my words of encouragement is just 
yep. whether you're, you know, your size, your age, it doesn't matter. Anything's mm -hmm. possible. And Absolutely. Me, finding the ketogenic diet through you guys, it makes it easier to reach certain goals. And it that's does. the one thing I love about it, about mm -hmm. the, the keto diet. It's just, yeah, your nutrition, I like to uh, uh, say this, you know, this quote a lot on my podcast mm -hmm. because I like to throw a health tip on my podcast every uh every episode and i always say this one thing by virgil uh health your health is your greatest wealth you know mm -hmm. and i Absolutely. love that you know your health is your greatest wealth and then it's true because you know you can try to strive for all the riches in the world but what's the point of all that if you're not you know taking healthy care of yeah, yeah if you're not alive you're yeah. alive yeah exactly yeah. And, you know, for us Islanders, you know, our Filipinos out there, mm -hmm. you know, Samoans, our Tocos, you know, whoever you may be, man, the keto is the way, y'all. I mean, yeah. come back. I'll, I'll try it. Hopefully, yeah, you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. on like a, in a year, you know. And, and, sure, and just, for sure. We'll probably have you on before that just to check in, you know. Oh, nice, just, nice. Yeah. Just, just talk yeah. about stuff like that. But, yeah, man. I mean, uh, uh, Real quick, what's a, what's one of your favorite go-to meals, you know, just so like, are you the only one out of seven in your house that's doing keto? Yep. Yep. So I'm the only one. Wow. Um, Do you have any go-to meals, anything favorite that you like eating, you know, that's like, the, or uh, and how does that work? The, do you have to like protect what you make or <laughs> like, um, you know, the, the, the benefit, and I'm going to tell everybody right now that's, that's in a big household, right? Uh, and for me, uh, being in the Samoan household, the benefit of the ketogenic diet is leftovers. You could, I mean, you could do a recipe with leftovers, take out all the carbs, whatever it may be. And most of the time it's just rice that you just got to cut out. Mm -hmm. But the meats, you know, there's always baked chicken or, you know, oh, sometimes there's like taco night. Well, oh, the leftover taco meat, hey, that's on me, you know, I'll just put that oh, on. Oh, nice. And you, not only that, is leftovers are always good on your budget, too. So you're, you're Hell saving yeah. the budget. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know, as a, as a dad, oh, dude, as a dad, you know how many times I understand my parents when they yelled at me, what the hell are you wasting all that food for? You know, yeah. when I see my kids, like, wasting food, I just be like, oh, you guys wait. But now I'm like, Hey, no, don't worry about that. I'll make a recipe with that. You know, can, <laughs> That's dope. You know, yeah, I, I save it. I save whatever's, you know, good. It's still, oh, that's still good. Oh, let me just, uh, I'll take that chicken, those pieces of chicken, and maybe I'll put a little bit more coconut oil on it. I'll get some frozen veggies, and, you know, I'll put some cheese on that, and then, mm -hmm. you know, boom, there's a meal right there, right? So that's my like go to. Baby. Nice, damn, that's dope. Just using yeah, your uh, your family's leftovers, <laughs> yeah. leftover meat, meal. whatever. Yeah, whatever they're not gonna eat, you just yeah. make your own uh, like recipe out of it. That's gangster. Mm -hmm. I did love uh, on. I think it was the Instagram page. Um, you guys had the keto nachos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh yeah, so I seen that. And I was like, oh, I love nachos. Ooh, I'm trying that, so I did. So you I did? Oh yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm loving. It. I'm loving. It. <laughs> one thing though, one thing that I learned from that is mm -hmm. that when I poured like the meat over the chicharrones, it, it kind of made it soft, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you dip it now? You dip it now? I 
I do. I, I totally, after I did this, I was like, damn. I, so I'll, I'll won't put it on the not on the chicharrones. I'll I'll yeah. do it. Yeah, I'll I'll make everything separate. else and then yeah, just separate. Yeah, I didn't know that. I should have put that on my yeah, description. Oh, no, as well. no like, it looks good. It looks dope it looks for the good. Insta. Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. dope for the Insta. But if you are a listener to the Keto Island Boys podcast, <laughs> you'll get the real good information and understand that you really gotta separate it yep. and just you eat it like a dip, just yeah. so that you can keep your chicharrones crunchy. Crunchy and crisp. You gotta dip it. Yeah, you gotta dip it. You gotta dip it. That's hilarious, man. That's for sure. <laughs> Damn, that's dope. That's dope. The P B J recipe that you gave out two Heinz. I was doing that when I first started too. I grabbed the the strawberries. Strawberries. Oh yeah. <laughs> the peanut butter. Natural P B J. Our P B. Sucker or get a spoon, and I was just like, oh, this is so bomb. It is. It is. It's, it's so lazy, it's but it's like, yeah. It's the bomb, you know? And I, I don't care about the bread, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. It's just, me. it's just me, my personal, you know, uh, you know, opinion, but. Yeah. Is there like a keto bread coming out? I heard there was, right? Yeah, they got they got, they got got it in Seattle now. Yeah, they're all over the yeah, place do you now. Go, yeah, do you go to Costco? Costco has it. Costco has to, it. I might have I think, to check that out there one time. I want to yeah. say Safeway might have it too, but yeah, I know Costco sort of has it for sure. Oh, I'm right down the street from Costco. Like where I'm uh, at, we have everything. Just like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I if might it, have to wait in the COVID line. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think they're starting to die down now. I think this would actually be a good week to go, but I don't know. So yeah. another – Another thing that I love about keto, as of now, while we're going through this worldwide pandemic, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not hungry. I'm fasting. You know, I'm intermittent fasting yeah. already. If I wasn't on this keto diet, I would be going crazy. You yeah. eating a lot? You would be eating more, you would think? Oh, yeah. I oh, would have been sure. like, way stocking up way more food, too, just being more paranoid about, <laughs> I'm not going to have enough food and all this and that, but I remember I was joking about it with Lawrence, and I think you, uh, Heinz, and we were like, well, we fast, so we'll be okay. We could fast for a, a day or two if we can. Yeah, <laughs> if we needed to, yep, yep. <laughs> it's normal. It's normal on the keto diet. You know, Me and Jeff were just talking about that, too, just how, like, maybe oh, fasting yeah. one day a week for even – not even – I don't recommend doing long fast during this whole thing, but just doing one day of 24-hour fasting is like, man, you save all the meals that you were going to eat that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for one day yeah. so that helps you that helps you not have to go grocery shopping that much faster right. than if it was and, and um, if, you're, if you're like me you fast for one whole day mm-hmm. and when you come back the next day that's just more leftovers yeah so you're not even <laughs> exactly more. that's true you know so if there's, if there's one th- yeah if there's one thing that i did learn is that uh doing keto is like um yeah, your your hunger, right? Like that is the best benefit. Like you don't, you're not as hungry anymore. I it just it just blew my mind thinking like, man, I'm not hungry. Like it, I, I I should be hungry, but I'm not hungry. And and that's one thing that's kept me going for for two years. Like it is sustainable. I I think it is. And just that alone, you know. In addition to all the health benefits for your heart, your diabetes. Yeah. Just not being hungry. You're just going out. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm not, you know, I'm not hungry. It's, it's, you know, it's all good. That's, that's, it's okay. It's okay to not be hungry, you know? Yeah. yeah. So good job, man. I have, um, I have a perfect uh, story for that. Like, oh. uh, uh, I just started, so I, I, I just started door dashing. It's where you deliver. Oh, nice. Food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 
So it's a side hustle I got, you know, to, to you know, just in a, I, if you ever listen to my podcast, I like uh, talking a lot about side hustles. Uh, I DJ, you know, I, I DJ for some functions. That's another, that was like my main side hustle. Mm-hmm. But since the whole pandemic, the COVID-19 thing, I had to cancel yeah. like everything. Yep. I like two weddings. Oh man, that's crazy. Yep. So I found this uh, side hustle of door dashing because me oh. and the wife, we got a Prius, you know, she has a Prius. Oh, oh dope. yeah, perfect car. Like yeah, we perfect for it, right? So now that I'm on this keto diet, it's funny as hell because I'm delivering all this food. Yep. The yeah. smell from all this food in the car. <laughs> and it, it smells good. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. It smells good, but yep. I'm, I'm not hungry. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, it's crazy. Like I mean, yeah, it's it and it was it was hilarious because one day. I just told like uh, I told my wife. I said, "Hey, come with me for a ride with this DoorDash and just cruise mm-hmm. with me because you can." It's a DoorDash. Yeah, yeah. Right. So while she's in the car, I'm, we're picking up food and taking a delivery. And she's smelling, and I'm just talking yip yapping, and she's like, "Damn it! This this smells so smells good. good. I'm starving right now. I'm hungry. I want to eat." And I'm the big guy in the car. Yeah. I'm six four, <laughs> you know. And, yeah. You know, so I was. I'm at 265 now. So I was at 276, I think, when I, yep. when I started this. I lost 11 pounds. Yep. And and I'm like, oh, okay, you're hungry, but I'm not even hungry. It's just funny. And she's a small thing, you know, but she's mm-hmm. like, I'm starving, smelling all this food. <laughs> it's amazing what the scent, yeah, it does to your body. It plays tricks on you, man. Yeah. <laughs> it smells good, but the cravings, I, you know. Cravings, like, yeah. Like, not as bad. They're not as bad when you're. When you're on keto, the, when you're adapted, the, yeah. yeah. When you're, when you're not carb, um, when you when your body doesn't necessarily use carbs for energy anymore. So I mean, it sounds like just from the way you're talking that your carb, that your body is like, sounds like it's 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 on its way. It's keto adapted already. You know what I mean? So you mean I'm not hangry. I don't have that hangry. hangry. Not that hanger. <laughs> hey. hey. You know, being hangry, man, those weren't fun times, you know. Yeah, just a man. month in, you're yeah. just a month in. That's just what's crazy. You're a month in, yeah, and you're angry no more. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what we always tell like, I always tell, talk like, if you're gonna do like workouts, man, being hangry is that's the best time to do a workout because you're hangry, you're gonna use that hangry energy, you know. Yeah. So it's uh, that's why I always tell people, yeah, maybe. Um, Sometimes instead of doing like a, a pre-workout drink or meal, like a lot of people do, just not eat and then see how that feels, you know. So a lot of people, they mentally, it's it's too weird for them because you're so used to like your other diet, eating six times a day, you know. So they're always thinking, oh, I got to have energy, got to have energy. But this way it just sounds, it's, it's a little, it, it saves more money this way because you're not eating all the time. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you know, it's just less work too. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I just think it's when, for people that are busy, this is probably one of the best ways to strategically eat is to do keto and to do fasting. So, and it sounds like it's working out great for you. So man, I'm proud of you. Hello, yeah, proud of like, you. Yeah. What you mentioned too, about making it more easy. Yeah. Just make yeah, it makes your my life more simple. simple. Yeah, it was simple. Yeah, you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about all you know adding up this, the calorie count, and that, or doing yep. this. I know what to eat. I eat like two or three times a day or whatever, and I'm not hangry, you yep. know, most of the time, and I'm seeing benefits. So, oh, yeah, man. yeah, 
Well, thanks, man. Henry, for jumping on the pod, man. We appreciate your time during this uh, pandemic. Yeah, man, yeah. we appreciate it. No doubt, man. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can, you know, inspire some uh, new booty yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That might be the title. That might be the title, New Booty. <laughs> new booty right here. <laughs> yeah, man. You, and, you know, for the, you listeners out there, if, you, if you're a listener that loves listening to podcasts, you got to check out Henry's podcast with him and his wife, uh, the Growing Samoan podcast with DJ Hen and, like I said, his wife, Tala. But uh, anything else you want to promote out there, Oos, you know, while you're on the show? and um, Yeah, I just want to, you know, uh, just say thank you once again for having me on. Um, promoting health, everybody. Yeah. You know, health and keto uh, for like uh, for like me and uh, a lot of people out there who are on the keto or new booties. Yeah. Yeah, man. If you're just listening to this podcast first, uh, you know, time, I'm telling you, man, I love it. Uh, I think it's something that can help everybody other than that, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Any advice for people that are just starting for other new booties that are just starting? Like what's, uh, what's, what's some advice that you could give them being a new booty? Uh, like everything I love to preach about on my podcast is you got to educate yourself. You know, mm -hmm. that's what I did. You know what? I've seen keto. I listened to one podcast. I got interested and I dove right into educating myself. The way you can educate yourself first, listen to episode one of the Keto, keto Island Boys podcast. You know? That's what I did. No, I'm serious. That's what I did. I, after that, I started diving into YouTube, learning about mm -hmm. this. Like nice. Who do you like on YouTube? Oh, the guy, Lenderder or something like that? Thomas, Thomas DeLauer? Thomas DeLauer and um, just some randoms. Like, okay. you know, I'll just, I'll just go into the rabbit hole and just click in here and here. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, uh yeah i just did my own research man like like uh, i'm a i'm a podcaster i like listening to podcasts mm -hmm. so you heinz recommended um a lot of episodes from joe rogan oh yeah of uh those real smart uh scientists scientific yeah. kind of yep. guys and uh yeah i got some information from them but yeah mainly you two man i just want to yep. thank you guys for just putting oh, this out man, there man. yeah man you guys are the bomb man for real Thanks, Henry. appreciate yeah. it bro yeah man Appreciate it. You can also find uh, Henry's podcast also on YouTube. All of his episodes are on YouTube. So you can find him at the Growing Samoan uh, YouTube channel. Yes. And uh, you could see, you could, you'll, you'll see me and Jeff on there one day. We just got to get <laughs> past this thing. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, you, oh, can no, you guys will be. No yeah. doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Oh, we'll, we'll get through it. Yeah, we'll get through. I mean, uh, to for those of you that may not have been listening along to any of our podcasts, we had this planned out where we were gonna we were gonna be in Federal Way at at the oh, yeah. production center of the Growing Samoan, and yeah. uh, me and Jeff were like planning on going. I was gonna fly yeah. up from Vegas, and we were yeah, gonna man. do this big collaboration, but then. <laughs> You know, we didn't plan this global pandemic hitting the earth at this time. So, yeah. So, but we'll have to reschedule and yeah, but we're still, we still have Zoom and, and the beauty oh, we'll of the do, internet. We'll do, a Zoom. We'll do okay. a Zoom, man. No doubt. No doubt. It's not the same, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. We could always do a Zoom. I mean, we're doing the Zoom right now. So, yeah. but I was really looking for me and Jeff need to get you out the house, bro. 
Yeah, <laughs> man. You need to get him out, man. But that was we- the thing. I was really looking forward. I was really looking for Like, dude, I've been in my own self-quarantine for like six months before this quarantine. So man. now it's like, damn, man, I'm like adding this other quarantine. And then <laughs> to be real, when my dad was sick, I've been on like – yeah, I've been on a quarantine for almost yeah. like for now like a year now. So it's like, dang, right when yeah. I was ready to like just kind of like start living life again. It's just so funny. But hey, that's hey, that's that's how life is. You never know what's gonna happen. And but I'm still I'm still very thankful that we're able to record this podcast to all our listeners, to the growing Samoan mm-hmm. community, to the Keto yeah, Island Boys community, to to all the people that are, are supporters of podcasts, man, we appreciate you guys. And um, yeah, man, just very thankful. Still very thankful. But yeah, no, I know you guys are going to get me out the house, but who knows what, what <laughs> month that'll be, though. I'm trying to I'm trying to go to Jeff's house for because my cheat day, I want to eat some lumpias. So right lumpias now. at my, my place? Yeah, man. I, I mean, we'll go to my parents' house. I, I don't cook any Filipino yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, bro, Jeff's house is straight. His, like, I, that's how, like, I, I like I like Jeff's setup because I'm surprised you uh, and have you drank at all since you've been on quarantine? I know we're getting a little randomly off subject, but have no, you been truly's, truly's. I've been drinking. I got a case of truly. Really? Yeah, okay. Man. I dig it. I dig oh, it. Yeah. Man, do you ever get drunk munchies where you, you just want to start eating like, you know, cheat foods that aren't keto? Cause that's my weakness that I've talked about on this episode 71. Uh, no, bro. You, you just suck, dude. You have no willpower. <laughs> And that's, yeah, yeah, there you go. Honest. It is. No, that yeah. is honest. No, my willpower is. No, I, I, love, I love it. I love it because. I do uh, have low willpower. The, total know, opposite. The odd, the odd couple thing that mm-hmm. works. Trust me, it works. Total, I, yeah. I'm all for you guys. Trust me. When it comes to eating, doing, being athletic, I, it's like, I, 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 I get it's it. It's true, man. I love it, though, man. It's true. <laughs> but I'm, I still want to go to Jeff's house because you know, <laughs> I have half Filipino cousins. My uh, uncle was raised, my auntie and uncle's house, all that adobo, all the good mm-hmm. stuff. Man. And, uh, uh, I'll, let you, I'll let you know the next family party, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> all right, man. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for jumping on, Us. Yeah. Appreciate Thank it. Thanks for having me on, man. All right. Later.